0: I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. I'm Clay Mills. I'm here with my co-host, Marty Dodson. And I'm looking forward today to talk about something that um, I've been wanting to talk about for a while to get real with. Marty, I'm on brand. I have my Songtown coffee mug today. <laughs> I've got the on my shirt. <laughs> I'm not a branding type of guy, but I'll do my part. I'll have, I'll drink from the coffee mug here. So I got an email from a Songtown member. Um, and, and actually, this is not an uncommon thing. I know that, um, you know, we faced this situation early in our careers. But basically, the member said that he was having to drop out of Songtown. He's going to hate it. But he and his wife decided a year ago that he was going to take some time off from his job and he was going to try songwriting for a year. And he goes, I gave it a year. I didn't make it. So I got to go back to my job and songwriting will just have to be something I do for fun, you know, on the, on the weekends. And, and that's fine. That, that, that's a, a great decision, but I just wanted to talk cause you and I know that saying that I'm going to give it, a time limit, I'm going to give it a year to make it. And if if I don't make it, I mean, it just sets you up for so many problems and really sets you up for failure. Um, If your dream is to get, you know, recording artists to record your songs, or or if you're a singer to make it in the music business, um, giving yourself a time limit like that, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think it's kind of like any other business, you know, I I wouldn't go, Hey, I'm
1: going to, start a restaurant and give myself a year to make it successful because I've never, I've never done the restaurant business. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. I'm going to have to figure it out as I go. And there's just a learning curve. And then in songwriting, even there's, there's more that's out of your control. You know, like you, you can't make people cut your songs. You can't, you know, most of us, it takes uh, years to build up, kind of the network to help us get our songs cut and that kind of stuff. And so in addition to learning how to be a better writer, you're also learning how to build a network and you're building that network and meeting people. And that's something you kind of have to just do over time because you can't make one trip to Nashville or LA and just meet all the people and then go send them your great songs. And it's instantaneously, it's going to work. So it's, you know, it's something that you really have to give it whatever time it takes because it's individual you know, the the learning curve is, is
0: different for every person. And what, if, what if you gave it two years and, and you quit it two years cause you didn't make it. How do you know that two years and three days you would have met the, the publisher or met the producer or the artist that was going to change your life? Yeah. You know, what if Kent Blazy had given up the day before he met Garth Brooks and, you know, so that to me, putting a time limit it does a, a couple of things for one it puts a if you say i got a year to make it man that's a lot of pressure on yourself and and the music business a large part of being successful is learning how to deal with the pressure right. so you don't want to you don't want to show up every day and have that kind of pressure hanging over your head i'd rather see you go okay i'm working my job i'm feeding my family but i'm going to dedicate 30 minutes a day to writing and, and 30 minutes a day to trying to, to increase my network, what, you know, whatever you can do, I'd rather see you do that and make a commitment that I'm just going to do it for as long as it takes rather than I've gone all in for a year. You know, that that's to me, gosh, it's just going to create so many issues and so much pressure in your life. Yeah. I talked to a writer recently who was like,
1: man, I just, I want to quit my job and just write full time, even though I haven't had, you know, any big successes yet. And I said, well, that's great, but you've got a family. And when you do that, you instantaneously put pressure on yourself to make it happen quick. And and he said, well, what would I need to do? And I said, well, you probably would need to have three years, of living expenses saved up and have a plan for what, if it doesn't happen within three years, you yeah. know, what are you, what are you going to do then? And after we had the conversation, he was like, you know what, I think it's probably better to keep my job, just keep working really hard at it and wait until something happens. And I know so, so many of us get impatient. We want it to happen now, but it's just not going to happen now for, for almost anyone. And so it's something you just have to plan to be in it for the long term, I think, you know. And I think about um, my wife and I, one time we're on a hike to this waterfall and we were hiking and hiking and hiking. It was getting, you know, evening and it got a little dark and starting to, you know, get darker as we're going. And we're not to the waterfall and we're worried that it's going to get like pitch black and we're not going to make it back to our car very well. So we turn around and we head back to the car, we get back down there and somebody in the parking lot was like, "Wasn't that waterfall beautiful. And, <laughs> and we said, well, we turned around at this point, you know, when we got to this, whatever landmark it was and they were like, it was just around the corner
2: <laughs> you know."
1: <laughs> and we were like, Oh my gosh, you know, five more minutes. We could have seen the beautiful waterfall and then come back. And I think it's, it's that way. Just like you described, it's like every single day that you write, If you're working hard and you're improving your writing, you're getting closer and you Mm. don't know how close you are. You you never know how close you are until you you get there. And so I just encourage people to look at it as a long haul and figure out how you can do it for the long haul. And if that's keeping your full time jobs and and carving out time to write, do that, you you know, but don't put yourself on a clock.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's. To me, a big part of, of you know, you, you don't just decide to be a full-time songwriter. You know what I mean? It's a transition period that happens over time. And so you, you really, it has to happen naturally, and you'll know when it's time. And until then, you basically are going to have to work a little extra hard. We all went through it. We had to work a job, had to feed our families, but we also had to work... You know I would stay up at night and and write as late as I could. I'd write on my lunch hour um Those are the types of things that you're just gonna have to be committed to doing if if that's what you want to do be a full time songwriter and i I know people that um have had successes and they're they've never done it more than part time but they've been on some big albums and and they're happy with that you know it's it's whatever makes you happy really in the end,
1: yeah. And some of the happiest people we know in Songtown that that are uh, writing are people that maybe they are retired. So they have the means to, to live. They're not trying to have to worry to make a living on it, you know, and they have time to invest in it. But there's also, you know, when I started out, I had two kids and then shortly after had another one. And so I had to do some other things to make money while I was starting out. And that's okay. You know, we all have a different path, but, You know, we we just encourage you, whatever your situation, if you love songwriting and it feeds your soul, don't give up on it. And and don't put pressure on yourself to make a a living at it at a certain amount of time. Just enjoy the journey and work hard and work smart and improve your writing every day, and you'll, you'll have some measure of success. Exactly. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Cheers. All right, I hope you found that helpful. We're going to leave you with a song called Forbidden. It was written by Songtown members Jeff Rowe, Bill O'Hanlon, and Lucy LeBlanc. And they're all doing some great things and having some exciting things happen with their music. So I know you'll enjoy that. Please check out the show notes for some links to books Clay and I have written about lyrics, melody, and co writing. And also, we'd love for you to check out songtown.com. We have a worldwide community of songwriters that are achieving all kinds of things, too. Our members recently had a number one pop song in the world. Have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday.
2: Shadow struggling with an unseen enemy Fighting feelings with every breath I breathe Tasting your kiss in my dreams I'm coming apart at the seams I know this love is forbidden To keep my heart hidden, smother this fire and smoke. Can't let desire take hold. It's forbidden, it's forbidden. take me and then it will break me and tattoo the shame on my skin and I won't stop once it begins oh, oh. I know this love is forbidden I've got to keep my heart hidden smother this fire